right, everybody, we're back for another episode of the Friday Night Mike's podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lanick, and with me is Sarah. Hello. And uh, this is the first episode, actually, that we've recorded in a couple of, uh, it's been, what, a couple of weeks, I think? Yeah, bordering a month. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, we've been really, really busy now. We... Uh, we recorded a few episodes ahead so that we had, uh, you know, a few to get out. In fact, I'm going to be posting uh, the, the last one that we'd recorded uh, tomorrow. And this one will be getting out pretty quickly, too. Um, we have had a lot on our plate recently. <laughs> uh, we've been finishing up the Hungry for Hannibal podcast. And uh, we just finished recording the season one finale episode uh just what last week so yeah (laughs) bittersweet (laughs) yeah bittersweet but we were we were racing to get it all done because we are doing this podcast of course but we're also doing the american gods podcast so this is uh a big deal we didn't want to do three podcasts at the same time (laughs) so we decided let's get uh hannibal finished and then we can dedicate our time to this podcast and American Gods podcast. So, you know, doing two is, is manageable, three not so much. So this is something that we realized we had to get done. We did it. And so now, because we have just two podcasts to, to deal with, things should be pretty smooth week to week. Yes, we have lives. So three was a little much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too hard. It, you know, it's that the preparation, everything that goes into it, the you know, uh, the editing, uh, that takes, you know, all that stuff, it takes time. And if you've done a podcast, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So, um, it's just, it's a lot of work for, for everybody. So it was something that we knew we just couldn't juggle. And, uh, and so getting Hannibal done was, uh, a main priority. So there for the last like two weeks, I think we were, we were, especially the last two weeks, we recorded nothing but uh, but Hannibal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so. Anyway, that's kind <laughs> of like where we're at now. Uh, American Gods, uh, by the time you get this episode, it might be out at that point. So. Yes, we're uh, hoping to try and record tomorrow or sometime this week. Yeah, yeah, maybe tomorrow if we can. If we can't do tomorrow, then maybe we'll do Thursday. So, you know, it'll get recorded at some point this week, and uh, I'm going to try and have it up by the end of this week. Uh, I'm going to be away this weekend, um, all weekend, so I won't be able to do anything this weekend at all (laughs) regarding uh, any podcast. Um. So if for some reason that we record and I can't get the American Gods podcast done uh, by the end of Friday, um, then I'll definitely have it out in early next week. But I'm going to try my best to get it out and uh, get the, the new podcast out to everybody. It's a big deal. Really excited for it. Uh, we're both really excited. So this is going to be awesome. And we we hope that you, you know, check it out. Um, we are uh, kind of getting this podcast up and going because the the show itself isn't going to be out until uh, probably early next year. And we're trying to, to kind of build everything up, build a fan base, get people excited for it, 
we want to get a conversation flowing. We want fans to be, you know, writing into us, theories, all this stuff, so that, you know, by the time the show rolls around, we have a bunch of people that are ready. They want to listen to what we have to say, and they want to interact with us and send us emails and things like that. Yeah, we want to hear, like, predictions, and we want to just, you know, hear what people think is going to happen, and the acting choices, everything. Yeah, so that's what we'll be doing for the months leading up to the the uh, premiere of the show. So that's going to be what we concentrate on. We're going to be talking about the book to screen adaptation. Uh, like, like Sarah just said, the casting choices are going to be a big deal. Um, all of that. And so, like every podcast, we encourage anybody that's listening to it to write into us. You know, just, you know, express your thoughts, let us know what you think. And, and of course, that goes for this show. And I, I realize that I'm, um, Friday Night Lights is over, but that doesn't <laughs> mean that you don't have anything to say. Maybe you really hate a character. Uh, maybe you really like a storyline. Um, maybe you thought they made the wrong choice uh, in, you know, making a character do something or maybe you just love the show and you want to express how much you you love it to us uh don't be afraid to send it in you don't have to uh be breaking down a new theory uh a new theory to have a reason to write in so yes absolutely it may be over but you know just like any of our like old favorite shows you still want to talk about it from time to time sure definitely yep so, um, all right, so that's kind of like giving you our announcements at the moment. And, <laughs> um, and so uh, let's get into the review. All right. So this episode is uh, pretty amazing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it might be my, one of my favorites so far. Like, it was a great episode. Yeah, it was. There was so much going down in this episode. It just... Yeah, it's like every scene that rolled around, it was just something big, you know? Yeah, there was no beat skipped. It was just fluid, but it held, like, a level of greatness all through the episode. Yeah, it was... There was so much dramatic stuff going on, and funny <laughs> stuff, too. There was some real yes. funny stuff as well. Uh, and some just completely outright, like, wow, did I just... Did that just happen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of stuff. Oh um, so, um... Alright, so let's get into... Let's get into the review. So let's start out with Matt and Julie. So Matt's <laughs> like, if you remember correctly, go back uh, to the end of the previous episode at the party. Um, Matt finally asked Julie out <laughs> and she didn't respond at the end of the episode. She just kind of looked like happy to hear him ask, but didn't give a response. So at the beginning of, of well, shortly into this episode, we get... Um, you know, Matt or Julie goes in and uh, to order some food, and Matt asks her if he if she'd given any thought to you know when he asked her out, and she said that she was uh, what's the phrase she used? She was contemplating um, it, contemplating it, or something like that. And it was <laughs> it was just so Matt and Julie, like it just. I know Matt's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay. I was like, like, I'm hoping you were just gonna just like scream yes, of course, but you know, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> play it cool, play it cool, yeah, Matt. Just, 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 you know, you know, everything's fine, everything's fine. Um, <laughs> so that was great. I, I just, I liked, I like seeing them. It's such a natural evolution of a very 
young couple and the beginnings of a possible relationship. You know, these are two people who are, they're not social butterflies. No, they're not like everybody else. Yeah, they're not like, they're not out there making sure that they're the center of attention. In fact, they're both the kind of people who kind of just shy away from it. I mean, Matt is, he's artistic. Um, yes, he plays football, but he's artistic. Um, he seems like he's well-read. Julie is definitely well-read. And it's, they're more or less people that kind of, on a, on a Friday or Saturday night, they probably would rather stay in and read a book. Yes, those are them type of people. <laughs> so... Uh yeah. So anyway, what were your thoughts on the whole Matt and Julie thing that was that was going down? I love watching them. They're so sweet and just all the other teenagers on this show are so just, you know, wild and rambunctious and sexually active and dating and all over the board. But these two are just like the two timid, sweet little teenagers that are like, you know, deers, baby deer standing up for the first time <laughs> as they're trying to date. Like I kinda get the feeling that this is like dating for both of them for the first time yeah yeah it is it's if if either of them dated which i don't think that has probably ever happened it i don't think it was anything very serious it's probably like a fourth or fifth grade (laughs) we're dating kind of thing where you just kind of like see each other at school and that's it (laughs) and you pass notes in class (laughs) yeah that kind of thing um so Let's move on to to Lila and Jason because <laughs> there are some pretty momentous, momentous things that happen in this episode. But the first thing is you, know, you have Lila and Jason. They're both sitting. Well, he's in he's in bed, and she like she's I guess being sweet and kissing him and all this other stuff. So, but you can see Jason's just not in the mood for whatever and she she wants to know what's wrong and he just kind of comes out with it he just he just asks you know are you you sleeping with him yep he sure does she's being so sweet that i can just see him being like okay i'm crippled i don't need to be diabetic as well right now cut it out (laughs) i don't need this and with that on his mind like I can see just not wanting to have any affection from her. He just wants to know the truth, but she's pretty good at lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, this wasn't the thing she expected to get asked, so I could see her knee-jerk reaction in that moment being, yeah. oh, of the course panic. Not. Yeah. So, of course, she says, you know, no, never. Like, why would you ever think that? And and so then we, we kind of, well, she goes and visits uh, um, Tim, <laughs> and he just says, you know, hey, you know, he asked me this, you know, he asked me if we were, and he says, well, I, I didn't say anything. And of course she didn't say anything. And, you know, Tim, Tim is, well, Tim started making out with Tyra. Yeah, back um, to poor decisions. You know, because he and his brother were in the grocery store. They were, you know, buying all this food, or at least Tim was like, hey, buy this and this and this. And his brother's like, we can't afford that. Even though I just made $8,000 at that party. I know, I'm uh, like, where the hell did that money go? Probably on beer and whatever else was left over. Probably went to debts or something. The mortgage payment came out. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So, um, so anyway, Tim and Tyra kind of meet up in, in, in their 
kind of making out, getting hot and heavy. And so when Lila comes to visit and Tim's standing there, he's like, you know, look, you, you said we're done. You, you know, we're done. You know, obviously this isn't what you wanted. And so we're done. And Tyra kind of appears at the door and you can see Lila. She's just like, okay, of all people, of course you gotta, you gotta sleep with her of all people, you know? Yeah. And Tyra's like kind of, she steps out to stake her claim pretty much. Just like, yeah, I'm here. I'm back in his life. You can go away now. (laughs) You served your purpose. You were the distraction for a while. So, you know, thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks for doing that for me. <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of it's like oh man that sucks, uh, f- for her. But you know, hey, <laughs> them's the breaks, right? So yeah, you made your choice. Now live with it. Yeah. Um. So we'll get that. We'll get to some of the, some the big. I think the biggest event, of course, of this entire episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Um. So we'll, we'll hold off for a bit, but let's talk. <laughs> Okay, the most agonizing scene. The, 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 no, no. Let me oh, phrase I know it. what you're talking about. The scene that weirded me out more than any other. <laughs> so I mean, guess yeah. it's the one of Matt trying to flirt. No. no, no. It's the scene where Tammy is sitting in her office, and oh. a student comes in. And she's nervous, and you're sitting there, and you're thinking, okay, I know exactly what she's going to say. She's going to say, I'm pregnant. And that's not what she said at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so she launches into this story about how she likes this guy and he's a football player. And he is trying to convince her to have a threesome. Yeah, she'll be his girlfriend if she does. And exactly. And I'm just sitting here. My, I'm just like, my hand is over my eyes. And I'm just shaking my head. And yeah, I wouldn't just, know what the hell to do. In, in, in this scene, it's like, first of all, Tammy's shocked, as anybody would be, to hear this. But the thing is, it I think what shocked me more than anything was kind of like the matter-of-fact tone. It wasn't somebody who, you have to drag this out of her mouth, right? Yeah, like, Even the door like, was open, too. I was like, okay, little privacy here. Right? And But I mean... I'm just thinking, like, most people, you have to drag that out of them. Like, she's yeah. just like, yeah, you know, I have a girl, or boy, I like him, and he wants to have a threesome. I'm really considering it, because if I do it, he says he'll go out with me. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? I know, like, that that was so matter-of-fact and just, like, blatantly said. I, it made me, like, I had a whole mind thought of, like, is this what high school was like? Is this what was happening while I was just ignoring everybody? Like, does I, this happen in high school? Don't ask me. Hell, I don't know. I was the quiet one in in, in the room. That's, Same here. I didn't date till I was out of high school. I didn't like people in high school. Yeah, it, it, I was too shy. So, you know, people don't accuse me of that now. But uh, I certainly was when I was back in high school. I was very shy. I read a lot of books. Uh, Same here. That's just what I did. So, yeah. um, I don't know. It it does in Texas, apparently. (laughs) So Everything's bigger in Texas. Well, yeah. I'm sure the guys would be like, yeah, of course. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, anyway, that that was just disturbing. It Uh, is. Like, it was so casual. It's like, yeah, whatever. This happens. Yeah, all the girls get asked to participate in threesomes. Yeah, that's what she said, too. Like, I know a bunch of other of the girls have done it. And I'm like, 
Who does this casually? Apparently football players. Oof. I guess. Which leads perfectly. <laughs> so this leads perfectly. This is great. So, all right. So we go from here and then, and then, uh, oh, so Tammy then meets up with, uh, sees Lila. Yes. And Lila just, just goes full on meltdown <laughs> and just, it's just like a puddle on the ground. And that's when she confesses, of course, that she slept with, with Tim and cheated on, on Jason. And Tammy at this point is just like, are you kidding me? Like two in a day, two in like an hour. Like what's up with this? Like, I need a coffee break. <laughs> you know, so, so at this point you're probably thinking, well, her outlook on the, the Panthers football team is not exactly high at the moment. No, it was it like especially when you have a daughter who's around their age, you're definitely like judging them. Exactly, and so she so anyway, Julie, Julie goes back and um to get more food, and so what happens next at the house? No, this is at the restaurant. She goes back into the, I think, back into the restaurant. Am I crazy? I missed this. Up. I don't remember this scene. I only thought she went in once. Oh, no, no, you're right. She did go in once. Dad, what am I thinking? Sorry, I'm mixing like, this up. Crazy? I'm, I'm, I'm mixing this up with another episode down the road. Um, oh. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's what happens. Spoilers. That's what happens. <laughs> um, all right, so. <laughs> but anyway. Tammy, when when she finds out that that uh, Matt, you know, has asked Julie out, like her reaction. <laughs> all yeah, because I think Julie yeah. just tells them casually while they're having dinner. I think she met Tammy's talking about slaughtering a goat for when the Riggins are over, and then um, Julie just comes in and like says, gives them a few updates of what's going on. She, we're baking red velvet cupcakes and then going into a sugar coma. Oh, by the way, Matt asked me out and just walks away. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a big bombshell moment. And so now they're pretty casual about it, though. My parents would have been all over me. Yeah, my parents would have been casual with it. I think my but dad. You're a boy, it's different. <laughs> yeah, it is true. If you're a boy, it is different. For if you're a woman, it's completely different. You're right. Yeah. Um. So. Alright, so yeah, T- Tammy is, her opinion is not high on Panthers, <laughs> so to know that the the current starting quarterback is, is pursuing Julie, it's like a nice, it's a nice alternate to what we usually see, which is the, the father being like super overprotective, and whereas with this, you have Tammy being the protective one, and uh, Eric is like, oh yeah, Matt's a good kid. Nothing to yeah. worry about there, you know. <laughs> like we all know he's a good kid, but when you have like two spooks in one day, and then you hear your daughter saying she's gonna date the quarterback, yeah, I'd be freaked too. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I don't understand because I do, yes. you know. So yeah, he's just a little too chilled about it. You'd yeah. think Eric would be a little more protective. Like he knows all of them. Like yeah, we know Matt's a good guy, and I know he knows that he's a good guy. But still, your radar's gotta be up about him yeah definitely um all right so so we have that all going down but then we also have some more stuff going on with smash 
Right. Oh, Smash. So, in the beginning of the episode, we have Smash who's asking his mother for 1200 bucks for a, <laughs> quote, um, SAT prep class, unquote. Yeah, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> yes, AKA. Um, and she's like, well, look, I don't have the money. So, you know, so when Smash is in the, uh, the diner and Matt's working, he casually inquires about, you know, a job. So, you know, I assume he fills out the application because Smash gets a job. Yeah, I, I figured, like, you know, good going for, you know, Mama Williams telling him to just go and get a job. You know, I don't know the money, but you should just work for it yourself. Do what kids do. So good on her, but, you know, Smash is Smash. <laughs> it's just an opportunity for him to flirt. Yeah, which is exactly what happens. He doesn't do anything at the job. He doesn't, like, help Matt out at all. Or try to learn anything. No, he literally is just, you know, like, you know, getting a paycheck without actually doing any of the work that's required to get a paycheck. Which is what he's used to with football. Yeah, it's all handed to him. Yep. So. (laughs) But he's trying to, he's trying to teach Matt how to flirt with girls. (laughs) Which I think is hilarious, by the way. It was it was the hardest part for me to watch. It was Matt trying to tell this girl that, no, you want this. It was so hard. It's just like... Oh. It, it's, it's just, it's not Matt. <laughs> no, it's not him at all. And it's like... I'm trying to think of something to just compare it to. It just... It's so painful to watch. Oh, it is. It is so painful to watch. Yeah, he's just not a flirter. Like, not with random girls anyway. Like, that he has no interest in whatsoever. Yeah. Julie, yeah. he could probably pull out a decent flirt, but... Yeah, but that's only because Julie would be receptive. Yes. You know? So, right, so Smash is like, he's got this thing, he's got a job in the loosest sense of the word. <laughs> and, and Matt's back there counting money, and so Smash is like, you know, eyeing up the dough in his hand, and he's just—he's just looking at dollar signs. Yeah. You know, and so Matt's like counting up all the money, and you know, he's—you just know you're looking at Smash, and you're like, oh God, no, please don't. I know it's just like just just walk away. You know, you're better than this, and I couldn't believe like three hundred dollars a week for those drugs. Like that's crazy oh yeah that's not who a... would ever have that much money in a week people do yeah it's crazy what they it's spend insane. it on the fact is you know for people that are serious super serious bodybuilders like they don't care if they use you know drugs or not uh they'll do it there's like it's not even a hard it's not a hard decision you know which blows my mind because you know steroids when you're a guy it doesn't let you be sexually active, right? After a certain point. Well, it can be an it can. I think it can be an issue. I think it depends on how long you've been taking it. So, uh, but it it does have some pretty. It can have some pretty severe side effects. Like, what's the point of being a bodybuilder if you're not going after that path? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, some people, it's the results that matter, not the the work. Yeah. I understand with Smash, he's trying to 
you know, get into a good college and support his family. Not that there's any, like, he should never ever be doing this, but I understand, like, his thought process. Yeah, it's not good right now. No. He's completely off the rails, and, you know, you've seen him buy the drugs, you've seen him use the, the drugs and everything. Um, so he asks his mom for 1200 bucks. Of course, she doesn't have it. He gets this job, and then later he finds out that the uh, because his mom, she interpreted his need for the prep class as being like something really important for school. He or she, without you know telling Smash, goes down to the, the local church and informs them, and they raise the money. Yeah, that was so hard. Like you're going straight to hell for using that church money for drugs. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, he didn't know that's what was going to happen, but, you know. I was hoping that he was just going to go into that office, pay her for what he used, and then, you know, have an epiphany and just walk away, but nope, the door just closes. Yeah. Um... So that 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 because that really basically ends the episode there. But there's a lot more stuff that goes on here. Oh, and there's one a metric of, ton. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so Herc kind of gives more of the tough love that Jason needs, and he kind of comes out and says, "Hey, look, you know, you're she's telling you she didn't cheat. I'm telling you she did cheat." Yeah, I adore Herc this episode. He's He's been all there before. He knows what's going on and how Jason's feeling and what he needs to, you know, remind him that he's worth way more than this. Oh, yeah. And but they do get into a a pretty they do get into a little bit of a fight. (laughs) You know, that they have this argument and Jason just doesn't want to hear anymore. And they both start getting aggressive. And at some point they both fall out of their chairs. Yeah. And. The thing about that scene that I love is that they didn't make it super serious. I, I guess. Yes. I guess you know they didn't, and the two were fighting, fighting, fighting. But then when they're laying on the ground, they start laughing, kind of at the absurdity of like the situation, <laughs> and it just goes to show you that that Herc is you know a good friend. Yeah, and, like, a lesser show would have taken, like, this super serious moment and made it a super dramatic moment by having, like, ah, oh, I'm hurt and I fell down, there's something wrong with my spine again, da-da-da. But no, they, you know, they're way better than that, and they just have them laugh it off, and, you know, it's a great moment for those two. Like, this was my hard-on moment, was them lying on the ground looking pathetic and just laughing at the fact that they're on the ground like this after having a fight in their wheelchairs and then screaming for the orderly yeah right i loved that it was a good scene i really like that too um yeah Um, (laughs) and um all right so that was that that might be my heart all moment i didn't write mine down uh but it was such a a big one. Uh, and we get some nice character work out of Billy in this episode. Yes. Um, we we get to see that he's not as much of a buffoon as he's initially portrayed, you know, in the, in the series. Um, in this instance, he's, he's see, he, has, he has seen what Tim is capable of when he doesn't drink. 
and he's excited about the prospect. There, there were scouts there in that game, and he wants the best future for Tim. Yeah, he's very, very selfless in his concern for Tim. He just wants what's absolutely best for him. He wants him to eat healthy, to work hard, and to have a real life for himself. Yeah, and but Tim has to want to want it. Yeah, and Tim is just stubborn, dragging his feet in the dirt while he's being dragged to do this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's being a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, definitely. No, no doubt about it. Um, I mean, there's some great, there's some really great stuff in this. The, the Taylor's arguing... As usual, their, their <laughs> arguing is just amazing. I love the marital arguing. You know, it's so it's so amazing. But but yeah, I mean, with Billy, it's just been nice in this episode to see him kind of evolving a little bit as a parent figure. You know, he's he's obviously the only person in the household that, that cares because he's the only person there. You know, when it comes to Tim, and yeah, I mean. I just like that they're kind of making some strides with this character. So it's nice to see. Yeah, we learned that he is essentially the father figure because their real father is a complete deadbeat that's only sent them, like, two checks in six years and their mother only sends, like, postcards. That's it. <sighs> this is disgusting. Right? I couldn't imagine having, like, no wonder they're dysfunctionally fucked up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they they go over. They have a dinner party kind of thing with with the Taylors, and uh, you know they're <laughs> so Billy is trying to kind of smooth talk everything and kind of just I don't know. Put in a good word for Tim, kind of. Yeah, and it <laughs> they get into a fight at the table, and it gets <laughs> it's, it gets bad enough that that Tim just gets up and walks away. Yeah. He just walks away from the situation, and I don't know, did he hit the wine glass? I didn't see what fell. I think he did hit, I think he did hit the wine glass. Oh, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> wine on the carpet, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would run from Tammy. Ah, <laughs> uh, definitely. Um, and so we have this really nice scene between Eric and uh, Jason, where they're kind of both riding around in, in their... Uh, um, wheelchairs, yeah, and it's this is just a nice conversation between the two. Like, all their conversations are great. Yeah, yeah, all their conversations like they've gone from you know, coach, and you know, player to fatherly, and you know, son like, and then this one is very like, he's fatherly in a sense, but it's also like you know, you're my respectable equal right now. Like I want to talk to you man to man, equal level. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I don't know. I think that it's um, it's such an important thing, I think, for, for Tim to have somebody that cares about him. And I think what we're going to see is that Billy becomes more of that really solid parental figure as time goes on. That's That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, after their fight, <laughs> after he just cleaned the house. <laughs> yeah, look, you know they're gonna have their ups and downs. They have history, and there's just a lot of stuff that's going on in that house. 
So there's always going to be ups and downs, but I think you start to see Billy maybe become a little bit stronger. Yeah, they're great character development for him this episode. Like, up until this point, we've just seen him as kind of being, you know, not that great with money and a bit of, you know, drinker too. And, you know, with Tyra, with a bit of a party animal. You know, he liked that scene, but he's also the sole provider. He He's kind of been stuck into this position. But now Tim's finally, like, accepting him, not as just as a brother, but as, like, the man of the house that's taking care of him and not just being a thorn in his side. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I agree with everything you just said. You know. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm interested to see what they do, you know, going forward with the, with the, the <laughs> brothers and their relationship. Um... Speaking of, I really oh, think. Go ahead. I think Tyra needs to get back on the Billy side, though. I liked them together. I hate her and Tim together. They just don't work. They're too volatile. Yeah. You know, combined, it's like dynamite. Yeah. yeah, not they're not compatible or stable whatsoever. Um. So speaking of uh, relationships, I love this scene. This, this to me is my hard on moment. It's the scene between Eric and Julie. They're both out playing ping pong. Oh, yeah, that was so sweet. And it's a great scene because it's a scene where Eric is explaining about what it is to date and what boys want and what they're going to want from her and what she needs to remember to be, you know, essentially be true to yourself and to to not give in to what someone else wants that you don't want to do. And, you know, Eric... Whether he trusts most of the football players or he trusts Matt, he knows he has to do what he has to do to protect Julie. And so he needs to make sure that she's informed. Yeah. And speaking as a girl back at that age, you know, you completely think that guys have the same head that you do and, you know, want the same things you want, that there's no second play game in motion, but there usually is in dating but i don't i can't see that with matt whatsoever no no i don't I think, think so. matt's pretty innocent yeah matt is pretty innocent you know landry gives him terrible advice yet again well his advice is always better than smashes <laughs> yeah well smash shouldn't give anybody advice at all ever <laughs> so besides no. it'll be it'll be it'll be smashing the third person giving advice so yeah um what else did I have written down here? It's a big well, deal. Speaking of Smash, we can talk about how he went for the money. Oh yeah, and guess who saw him doing it? Yeah, Matt flat out like Matt completely went into like a different mode. Not friend. He's calling him out like, "Why the hell are you doing this? What do you need this money for?" Like, you know, he's being a good guy about it too he wants to know what his friend is doing with this money like he knows smash isn't a bad guy he's not out to steal there's something behind this yeah there is something behind it you know and well i mean is there any of the thought that you want to you know expand on any of that or is that pretty much like how you just saw things i can see matt in the next episode, probably digging into that a bit and finding out the core of what's going on with him. Yeah, well, that yeah has to be done at some point. So. Yeah, I don't want Smash to keep going down this route. 
Well, you know, it's it's such a destructive. It's it, you know his story here. It it is affecting. Um, it. I'm not saying I enjoyed it per se, in, in that I didn't like wasn't rooting for it. But um, this is somebody who has to who wants to be the one supporting his family, and so for him, this is going to give him a chance to fulfill his dreams of going to one of the best colleges in the country. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you can't keep this up. Like, you know, sure, you got the money for this month, but where are you going to get it for next month? Like, at some point, you're going to hit ground. Oh, yeah, definitely. No doubt about it. Um, so, there's, okay, so there's this um, scene we should probably talk about. Uh, it's a big scene. But before we get to that, let me kind of preface, kind of, you know, give everybody a bit of a refresher as to how this kind of go, all goes down. So at this point, Jason is competing in his first quad rugby match. And it starts off a little shaky for him. But as the match progresses, he starts to get more and more comfortable. Now, we know we know Jason is a, an exceptional athlete, right? He just is. So yes. in a way, the fact that he he it, he appears to be a complete natural, you know, when it comes to this quad rugby stuff, and it is something that allows him to to tap into who he was on on the field again. Yeah, let him have those feelings one more time, like the way he felt on the field. He probably never feel that same rush, but at least this gives him something else he can progress towards that he enjoys and he likes competitive physical activity. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it at all, but it's it's just enjoyable. And of course you have uh Lila and Tim, they're in the crowd, they're supporting him, they're screaming, you know, uh Jason's scoring touchdowns and everything seems to be going pretty great. Yeah, the more he looks at them, though, it seems like the more aggressive he's getting. Yeah, well, I mean, they're standing pretty much right next to each other and all that, so... Yep. Um, yeah. So, the whole match is over, and, and my guess is that... And the way I look at this scene is... Jason probably just had the best time he's had since he got his injury and drawing off of that really good feeling. I think thinking about things made him just all the more angry because it's like, here I am. I've just had the best day I've had in, I, since I got my, you know, uh, spinal injury. And I think it made the treachery feel all the more, painful and yeah. so yeah so it's like um lila and tim they come in you know they're really excited and you know tim's like you know six you're awesome you did a great job da 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 and so tim bends down in front of <laughs> of of him and he just punches him just J uh, jason just punches tim square in the face and a real good looking uh, punch. Huge, and he's 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 
pushing. He's slamming up against Tim. He's pushing. You know, he's calling him a coward, telling him he'll always be a coward. And, you know, and, and, and Lila's there. And you could see on her face, you know, she knows what she knows what she did. And, and she now suddenly feels responsible. And then he turns his wrath and anger on her. And he just fully rejects her and just says, you know, get out of here. Get out. I don't want you here. I don't want you to see me again. Don't ever come back. And that's it. Yeah, it speaks to his character, though, that he didn't, like, unleash more more on her. Like, I think he probably wanted to just, you know, rip a new one into her and just scream at her. But I think Jason's, you know, he's a really good guy and respectable. He's not going to scream at a woman and just, you know, tells her to get out and, you know, go on her way. He doesn't want to be with her anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that scene is so, so big. It's, you know, you could argue in a lot of ways, you've been waiting for that scene in a way to happen since, you know, Tim and Lila kissed for the first time, you know? Yes, you knew it was going to happen eventually. Something he was, you know, you know, Jason was going to find out. He was going to confront Tim at some point. Things were not going to be pretty. Yeah, I really like that it happened. Like, they didn't drag it out too much longer. Like, it needed to happen soon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I thought it was kind of perfect. You know, they let it go on long enough to where it felt earned. Yeah, I you completely know? agree. Like, yeah. it was great timing on their part. So, yeah, this is great. And, um, Tim... You know, goes to puts uh goes home and and Billy, even though they just had this, even though they just had this massive fight, which I think was earlier that day, that evening. Um, Billy gets him a big bag of frozen peas, and yeah, the peas that he argued about him with in the grocery store. And yeah, so he's holding it up on his eye, and they split a little bit of food. And you can tell that's kind of like the sign that things would be okay. Yeah, it was like their peace treaty <laughs> over grilled cheese. Yes. Um, and after that is the whole like smash scene with the uh, the um, with the church, oh. and they raised all that money. And then the last thing you see is he goes to the woman who at the gym, who's of course giving him the, 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 the drugs, and he hands her a big wad of cash. Big wad of cash. Like, man, he's got to be set for the next month at least. At least. So. I would hope so. Yeah. So it it's um brutal. Brutal to watch. But there's just so many good there's so many good scenes here it's like you start to feel like they're really beginning to know exactly what does and doesn't work on the show and how to back like best maximize what they have you know yeah i completely agree and like i think they've really in this episode they've really hit a sweet spot where they know not to step over the line of you know dramatizing or under-dramatizing something. They've really hit a great middle sweet spot ground. Yeah, I agree. It is a nice sweet spot, and uh, they've just, yeah, like I said, getting better as time goes on, really. Yes, like wine. Yes. Age as well. <laughs> <laughs> Spilt wine. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. This is a really, 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 really good episode. It's filled with a lot of excellent scenes, a lot of nice char- character work here. Um, we get some resolutions on on one storyline. We don't get on, you know, many many others, you know. Yeah, it finally came full circle. You know, and it's not like a season finale thing where. Any other show would have made that like a season finale, like cliffhanger type of thing, but this show's better than that. Yeah, it is better. Um, so let's, I guess let's get to the, uh, let's get to the rating. Um, so for me, this episode is uh, exceptional quality, I think, even for the show uh, that we've seen so far. Uh, I loved all of the storylines, I thought they all had a purpose. I thought that uh, the the pacing was really good. Um, we checked in with everybody a few times in this episode, and you know, I have to give it a I ha- I have to give it a ten out of ten. I just mm-hmm. I don't have a choice on this one. Your hands are tied. <laughs> my hand, my hands are tied. I agree with everything you're saying. It was. A phenomenal episode. It was a real high point, and like there was no scene that was just fluff. It was all there for a purpose. Everything led to something, and we got to see all the major players in their elements. Tammy overwhelmed, <laughs> and then that passes on to Eric, who passes on to Julie with his, you know, guy wisdom. And I love seeing Matt and Julie always. Um, I like that they didn't skip over, you know, something for a whole episode like Matt and Julie or the stuff about Smash. It all continued on. Same with, um, Tim and Lila and Jason. It was a fantastic episode and I completely agree. 10 out of 10. Although I will say no Grandma Saracen. A little disappointed, but. (laughs) Yeah, um, I think she'll be back pretty soon though, so. Good. I miss her. (laughs) Yes, she will be back. Um. All right, now that's our uh, our rating and review for this episode. (laughs) Um, So next episode, uh, we will be getting to, um, it is, what's the name of that episode? Full Hearts. Full Hearts. So, yeah, uh, we'll be recording that soon, and just uh, be excited for the next episode rolling out. Yes, and um, if you want to get in contact with us, we're on Facebook, Friday Night Mics, M-I-C-S. Uh, you can just, you know, leave a comment on the wall. Um, we always read or send me a message if you want to be more privatized. Um, if it's spoilery, as you know, it's all coming to me for the first time, um, just write spoilers in the headline. I won't read it. I'll just pass it along to Mike. And yeah, and um, the email is Friday Night Mics at outlook.com <laughs> I always forget that middle part ever since Hotmail switched over yeah yeah you, nope, you're right so um, yeah just write in write in if you want to let us uh, know anything and we'll be happy to air your your uh, email or, or voicemail on the podcast so. yes and if you're interested in American Gods as well we have a website now americangodspodcast.com we'll be posting up um, episodes there if you want to check us out there as well if you like what we're doing here yep and that's pretty much it yeah. um, alright so we'll end the way we always end and 
It is clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't, can't lose. lose. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night. Okay. Good night. Bye.